Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Conversation starters for the drain man. Drain relining is the no dig, no drama way to rehabilitate your assets. The drain man. Uh, welcome back. Great to have you with us. Uh, the story of the day. Herald Sun exclusive from Michael Warner. Demon offered teammates coke and the first par in this article. Anti-doping investigators have accused Melbourne footballer Joel Smith of cocaine trafficking in a dramatic escalation of his failed drug test probe. There's no footy on at the moment. This is not the time if you're a player to be immersed in this. And he is now immersed in the middle of it. That is um, highly inflammatory um, reporting there from Michael Warner. Sam Edmund has sprinted into the studio on our demand because this is a complex issue we want to deal with uh, properly. Justin Quill's going to join us too to give us some legalities around it all. But uh, welcome to you, Sammy. And Hi, Gary. Massive story. It is. Hi, Tim. I'm not sure it'll no matter what time of the year it is, to be honest, but I appreciate what you're saying. This is a, a pretty significant story and Quilly will be important this morning because I've got a lot of questions like probably everyone listening this morning and we're short on answers other than to say we know that Joel Smith was already facing a two-year suspension from the game, testing positive to cocaine. On game day, that was around 23. That went over Hawthorne last season. Now, Sports Integrity Australia have notified Smith that three further anti-doping rule violations for trafficking or attempted trafficking of cocaine to third parties are being asserted against him. Now, under the anti-doping code, trafficking in an anti-doping context is defined to be Selling, giving, transporting, sending, delivering or distributing a prohibited substance by an athlete to any third party. And this is where Justin Quill will be interesting because this is a development I would have thought that potentially opens the door to a police investigation given the evidence that has been gathered by anti-doping officials to this point. Um, further to that though, SIA are now alleging that Smith was actually in possession of cocaine on September 9, 2022 a date that was revealed for the first time last night. And, and to make clear, that is a full 12 months before the positive test in round 23 oh, last so season. I wasn't aware of that. So how did they, is that on the back of these text messages? Is that what they're saying? I, I, I don't know the answer to that other than to say that they're claiming that on that date, Smith, who was an unused sub in a semi-final loss to Brisbane at the MCG, you'll remember that game. The day after that, he played in a prelim win for Casey over the lines out at Casey Fields. And I think a week or so after that, he played in a VFL premiership. So they're saying he's been in possession of cocaine on that day, another game day. The AFL last night released a statement which uh, just read in part, Smith will continue to be provisionally suspended pending the finalisation of all of these matters. He's not permitted to be part of Melbourne's football program, including their pre-season uh, training. So this is where it sits at the moment. As you say, Gary, the story originally broke via News Corp, but it did include a source who is quoted uh, uh, to be close to the probe into Smith. And some of these comments are something that Melbourne sought to address last night as well in their statement because the source suggested Smith was being scapegoated and, in fact, is quoted in the paper as saying, it looks like they are planning to hang Joel out to dry for behaviour. That is, 
commonplace at Melbourne. It's not unusual for a group of young men who party together to share drugs. Joel might be foolish, but he's hardly Tony Mockbell. The club should be taking responsibility for what is happening to Joel instead of blaming him in order to cover up a much wider problem. Joel's not a bad apple in a barrel of clean ones. The whole joint is rotten, the so, source says to and me. Just, said, in respo- that, no, just, just in response to that, though, Joel's management has contacted – this is a statement put out by Melbourne last night in yep. response to that. Joel's management has contacted the club – on his behalf, to advise that the comments made by the source within the article source. are not reflective of Joel's views and the source is not speaking on any authority from Joel. Now, this was something that, look, I mean, Melbourne are big enough and ugly enough to defend themselves, but they were furious over this last night, is my understanding, Gary. So which, that's why which part? That, the source? The source and the comments made by the source, the source. And that they were contacted by TLA, which is, of course, the management mm. arm that look after Joel Smith to say, look, this is these thoughts are not reflective of Joel. So, look, it's, it's probably a side issue to the bigger issue, of course, but when it comes to their culture, which will inevitably be questioned again in the wake of these developments, those questions probably need to be asked. In fact, Gary Pert sat down here with us, with Simon Goodwin, last November and looked at you and said, you know, the Melbourne culture was the best he'd seen in 40 years. You questioned that then, and perhaps it's easy to pick holes in that now. Yes. So, it says, um, the, the, the development, and this is why we need to talk to um, Quilly about this, there's... The, the the new stuff in this is the interpretation of what becomes cocaine trafficking yeah. and where that goes to, doesn't it? I mean, there's no... So he's texting a mate saying, oh, oh look, yeah, yeah. I've got this. And this yeah. is wild speculation because we don't know. No, fact. no. And and therefore, what that, whether it escalates this to a whole other level or from an AFL point of view, do they deem that and, and take that as, as fact or is it saying, well, okay... These blokes are doing drugs. Well, the allegations being made and put to Joel Smith. Now, he will have to now explain that. Yeah. I I don't know if anyone – well, I don't – I don't know anything. I don't know if Joel Smith – I don't think he's a drug trafficker. I don't think he's a cocaine trafficker. Why do you say that? Well, well, my interpretation or my – you know, when you talk about Mm. drug trafficking, then you you are providing drugs on a broad basis, selling, dealing. Well, well, I read that, I read, uh, under the anti-doping code, I read the interpretation of of Mm. drug trafficking too. No, I get that. Yeah, I understand But yes, by definition, you think he's out on the corner. Yeah, no, selling. Slinging. If you're selling. But this is the Sports Integrity Australia definition, uh, definition, Correct. So this is not the law of the land definition of what trafficking is. Selling, giving, transporting, sending, delivering, or distributing a prohibited substance by an athlete Mm. to any Mm. third party. So anyone who indulges in drug taking, therefore, by extension, if you're sharing your drugs in whatever environment, you're a trafficker. But just coming back to those source comments and whether they're fair or unfair or otherwise, this is a player who was stupid enough to test positive to cocaine on game day, which is almost unfathomable. And anyone who has been involved in a process like this, though, just to not to defend Melbourne, but they will know that the demons get told nothing. They are in the dark here. So with SIA at the wheel, they have no idea of timelines, what's happening with the investigation until they're notified like they were yesterday by the AFL. But their welfare team continue to support Smith away from the club while he goes through the process. They're in touch with him all the time, despite the extremely high chance, Gary. He'd say almost certainly he will never play the game again. So I'm not sure they're hanging Smith out to draw. No, no, I spoke to them yesterday when this story broke as well to get some perspective around this. And their comments to me as well were the same. He said, we, we didn't, we're not laying this charge on him. This is sports integrity. What we're doing is supporting him as much as we can. They yep. say they've gone above and beyond. 
they they're not saying here. Here's his phone records. Here, go and chase this down. They, this information's coming to them. Okay, so how interested then? Think... How interested then will Melbourne be in how broadly this drug was possibly being distributed by Smith? Then, if in terms of, I mean, they've got text messages, right? So they are basing their accusation on the Sports Integrity Australia, I'm saying now, are basing their accusation against Joel Smith based on the text messages that they've been able to well, look at. They so should how, be very interested. That's my point. So well, interested if, you're Mel, if you're Melbourne, though, how interested do you become then in no, knowing, okay, where did these text messages go? 100% with Sammy. Very interested. The, the word is how surprised. That's probably more to the point. Of course, they're going to be interested. Is it is it news to them? Right. Have they dealt with this back in whenever this raised its head? Right. Have they gone and had these? So you know, you're saying that they might have already been aware of all this and well, they've already if they, if they dealt with it if they internally? If they haven't, then they would be negligent, Tim. Once this comes out, if they, they're not doing the deep dive into their own environment and sitting these blokes down with their leadership, mm. all that stuff, then they would be negligent. That's right, but my point around that is that, okay, they talk about, you know, the source and they're saying, okay, we're not going to believe this source. But at the same time, the information has already been gathered by Sports Integrity Australia around the text messages and where the text messages Mm -hmm. went. So that would be, to my thinking, that would be the area where they've got to be concerned and they've got to investigate internally themselves as to, okay, what is our problem then within our club? Yeah, and whilst there is understanding for... Um, Joel, this 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 is on him. Of course, this is all on him, mm. and we know it happens. And the drug testing in the AFL tells you it's a problem across the competition. This is in competition day before, two days before. I think it was a final game of the season or one round twenty three. Yeah, final ahead of a finals campaign. So let's you know while we deal with it. That this responsibility lays at the feet of Joel. And just in regards to how interest they will be or should be, I mean, I'd be shocked if there's not an AFL integrity uh, investigation out the other side of it either from a purely football point of view, which is known to happen over time. By the way, uh, the Melbourne captain, Max Gorn, is speaking today, mm. and so is the boss of the AFL, Andrew Dillon. They're going to be at an Auskick event later on today out in Glen Ora. So I dare say uh, all those questions will be asked again, but it's not like they're questions that we... What we asked only a few months ago yeah. around mm. culture and the broadest, and how far does it go and where do the tentacles go? And as we said, uh, Gary Perk could not have been more categoric. So mm. um, those questions will remain, though. Um, but it becomes more public now, doesn't it, in terms of the cultural issue that may exist at Melbourne, whether it's real or whether it's not, whether they've dealt with it or whether they're not. I mean, this, fair game, this is yeah. new information that people haven't learned publicly before. No, I think all these questions are fair game. So I'd be interested to see what, what they are willing to say, uh, particularly the captain today. Max Gorn. Uh, Collingwood, I know you touched on this earlier with, with Will Parker, signed as a Category B rookie, uh, played the four Shield games as a league spinner, 21 on a return to the game, played TOC Cup, uh, footy for Eastern Rangers back in the day. He was eligible in the 2020 draft. The Dogs plucked James O'Donnell. We spoke about this yesterday, 10 months ago. They tried to go back for another one. This time they had the rug pulled out from underneath them by Collingwood, so he signed on there. Sam Walsh is a bit of a worry. I heard you talking about that earlier. Going to miss tomorrow's practice match against Geelong's on a modified program. It happened in match practice last week when he tweaked the back. He had surgery on it 12 months ago. Missed the first four games of last year. Basically, a non-existent preseason had been flying this time around too. So this is frustrating for last year's Garriers Award winner. And uh, this morning at 10 o'clock, Collingwood are going to host North Melbourne in the second practice match of the preseason. Now, it's taking place down here at Olympic Park. The Pies are going to take 28 in. You'd want to be good with your talent IDs. There's going to be nearly 10 premiership pies missing. Mm. 
uh, Maynard, Pendlebury House, Sidebottom and more, just a few of those. There's a whole heap of new faces at the Ruse as well. Looking forward to watching Colby McCurch. I think he's going to turn some heads this year, their prize draft pick. But their trade recruits as well are going to be in action. Zach Fisher, of course, formerly of Carlton's, Dylan Stevens, formerly of the Swans. I'm always fascinated into how the structure of these games goes. So a lot of them are six periods. There's some seven periods, mm. some eight period games. This one is four quarters, four 25-minute quarters. So nothing unusual there. But just at the back end of it, they're going to have two five-minute, what they're calling scenario periods. So it might be Collingwood's up by five for five minutes and the next one, North Melbourne's up by five for five minutes. Who knows? But uh, well, they have a scenario period where they're down by 12 goals. <laughs> Collingwood, five minutes to make up 10 goals, <laughs> probably. And the first T20 between New Zealand and Australia kicks off uh, in Wellington, 5-10 our time today. So one of three, you can catch every ball right here on SEN, of course. And with only, these are the last three games, the Aussies before the World Cup later this year. So full Dress rehearsal. Um, Sammy Edmund doing wonderful work. We might get you back when Quilly comes in because uh, you are right at the pointy end of this. The league is said to be waiting for the outcome of this probe. Is there any time frame on it? No, this is, these are Which questions for Quilly. Never like, quick. So, no, never quick. So if these allegations have now been asserted and put to Joel Smith, I would imagine he and his legal team have got time to go away, formulate a response, and then present that back to the panel, much like they did a couple of months ago in regards to him. Because he initially was arguing for only three months off, you'll recall. Mm. Um, that failed, and he was staring down the barrel of two years. So what happens now? Does he have to present to SIA officials? It was said to be maybe that's coming up at some stage next month, but who knows? As you say, nothing happens quickly here. And the police involvement, like you mentioned trafficking, is this something now that mm. the law gets involved with? Like, forget the well, game. All these messages are coming through now, and we, we're like you. We're getting the, uh, the information around the same time. Selling drugs and getting it for mates are completely different. Absolutely hanging him out to dry. Well, I'm not sure about that. And Melbourne have not looked after Joel at all of 100% hung him out to dry. Well, again... Uh, According to Joel's management, so that, what do those people want? True. What do those people want? I don't, to I don't know. I'm just giving yeah. you the feedback as it comes through, and these yeah. are the questions Melbourne, that, are being, that are being asked right now. I mean, the interesting, the, the the important thing to know around this is that Melbourne have no control whatsoever over this investigation. No, but, no, they're they're bystanders like the rest of us. That's what I'm saying yeah. to people, though. For those that people think that Melbourne are hanging him out to dry in some way, they have no control no, over this no, whatsoever. That, I think that's. Well, that's right. And then they're not saying, here's more information for sports integrity. Here's no. some other, they're sitting back going, okay, you, you tell us what you've found here. And then in conjunction with the, well, the AFL will then make their decision, I would imagine. Or with the sports integrity. Hey, Australia. Gary, can I ask Is you? Is the old WADA, yeah? Can I ask you this? Are, are you, from a Melbourne perspective, are you concerned that this may derail their season? I am in as much as... There is so many, there are growing excuses now mm. in the background, if for whatever reason, they don't, I, I hope that it doesn't get to round 18 and go, oh, it was a nightmare pre-season. You know, this was always going to happen because of the off-season, the, you know, mm. the stuff that Sam and I did with Melbourne while you are away. Yeah. You talk about culture. We're, that was all that was being spoken about, Tim, before Christmas when we spoke to Purdy and, and Goody when he was in here. So mm. we addressed that, you know, with them and and they so, may have oh, to their to they may have addressed it. No, they, 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 they say they have. They may they may have addressed it, but right now it looks like it wasn't addressed, and this is something new that maybe they didn't but they, know about. They can't be a babysitting service either. Like they they look after their players, but they can't be responsible for their lives away from the from the, from the club twenty four seven. And Simon Goodwin sat here, and you could see the anger. 
And he made the admission, which I thought was a pretty big one, that it had been several weeks on or whatever it was at that stage. He said, I haven't picked up the phone and I'm too angry to speak to him. I can't speak to him yet. Yeah, yeah. the responsibility again lies at the foot of the player, Tim. And this is going to be cautionary tale for around the competition again. This is not to say that, you know, it is Joel Smith's issue to deal with. Mm. And I don't think we get away from that either. And Melbourne are saying that they're supporting him, doing whatever they can, but in the ha- it's out of their hands, as you say. And the responsibility will come back to the player who made a decision to take cocaine two nights before the last game of an AFL season. That's unforgivable. That's true. That's true. But then people will be walking around today and they'll be saying, well, where are the, where, where did all these text messages go? Who's, who was mm. part of this cocaine group that uh, exists at Melbourne? Because clearly you're not going to then send a text message to somebody out of the blue in terms of a teammate if you don't think that they're going to be receptive to what it is that you're talking about. Yeah, at least one. They don't know how many. Exactly. Uh, I don't think it was indicated in the report as to how many it is. Sammy, we'll talk to you again. Well, you can stay if you want. Uh, Justin Quill's going to join us at Thanks, 7.40. The conversation started. Continue for the drain man. Drain problems. What's that? Oh, Justin Quill's going to come up next.